Welcome in to the Bear Down podcast right here on the ESPN Chicago app. I'm Chris Bleck, usually with Adam Abdallah. He's off this week. Uh, on today's podcast, we're going to talk about Akeem Hicks signing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, what you remember from Hicks in a Bears uniform. And man, that 2018 team was fantastic, wasn't it? They just couldn't quite get there. We'll talk about that. And also, Bill Barnwell on ESPN.com today, he has the uh, best and the worst NFL offseasons ranked. Uh, Where did the Bears fall on this list? We'll talk about that on today's podcast. I owe you a podcast. It's Wednesday. Usually, we bring to you this Bear Down podcast Tuesdays and Thursdays right here on the ESPN Chicago app. So this is how it's going to work this week. Abdallah's off. I've got you today. We're going to talk Bears football. We're going to talk about Akeem Hicks. Tomorrow, special guest plan for tomorrow. He is one half of the duo that you hear 7 to 10 weekday mornings on ESPN 1000. That's all I'll say. He will appear, scheduled to appear, on this podcast tomorrow. So that's locked and loaded for tomorrow. Hopefully we get that done, get that published, posted tomorrow afternoon. Uh, but today on the podcast, I want to talk to you about Akeem Hicks. Black and Abdallah this week, we, we only have one show on Thursday based on uh, White Sox baseball. They're on the East Coast uh, facing off against the Blue Jays and the Rays. Uh, so our show has been uh, put on hold uh, for Monday, Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, Thursday. We have an hour before the NBA Finals. Game one is Thursday night. So we'll have an hour to talk on Black and Abdallah on Thursday night. Uh, Friday no show also because the Sox are in Tampa. But I, I, I wanted to talk to you about Akeem Hicks signing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, here's the story from ESPN.com yesterday, so Tuesday. Uh, former Bears defensive tackle Akeem Hicks has signed with the Buccaneers, the team announced on Wednesday. Terms of the deal were not disclosed, but a source told Adam Schefter from ESPN on Tuesday, Hicks will receive a one-year, $10 million deal from the Buccaneers. Hicks' addition likely means the end of defensive tackle Dominican Sue's time in Tampa. Sue was really good as a as a player, added to that defense the last couple of seasons. He's an unrestricted free agent. Hicks will now move into that spot. And and you know, for Akeem Hicks, and the, the story continues, 2021, it was a disappointing season for Hicks, who battled a groin and ankle injuries throughout the year. In nine games last season, Hicks totaled three and a half sacks, five tackles for loss, and nine quarterback hits. Over the past three seasons, Injuries have forced Hicks to miss 20 games. And uh, Akeem Hicks, he's 32. Uh, The article also on ESPN.com goes on to say he was a marquee free agent signing by former Bears general manager Ryan Pace, signed a two-year contract with the Bears in 2016. Hicks amassed seven sacks, 54 tackles in his first season with the Bears. Uh, The team gave him a four-year, $48 million contract extension in 2017, Kept him with the franchise until right now as he signs with the Bucks. You know, I, I'm going to say this. He also made the Pro Bowl in 2018. Key member of that 2018 defense that was so good, which we thought really had a chance to advance in the playoffs. In 16 games in 2018, Hicks had seven and a half sacks, 12 tackles for loss, and he also had 16 quarterback hits. 40 sacks, 40 and a half sacks for his career. 387 tackles, six forced fumbles, played 10 NFL seasons. Uh, Akeem Hicks, defensive tackle. So 
That's the article from ESPN.com. You know, as a Bears fan, as a lifelong Bears fan, when I think back to Akeem Hicks, I think of a couple of things. First off, the article talked about it. He was always injured, banged up, fighting through stuff. But that, that's the key to me, is Akeem Hicks, as a Bears fan, Akeem Hicks, if he was able to get on the football field, he gave his all. And as a fan, there's nothing more you can ask for out of your favorite team, your favorite athletes, than a guy that gives his all when he can physically be out there. I, I, I think that's the thing that annoys me when I look at uh, sports today is, is it, a guy may uh, get out there on the field, but if he's banged up, he may not give full effort. And you can, you can sniff that, right? You can see it. You, you, you see the guy not tracking down a, a running back five yards down the field. Uh, Akeem Hicks did. You know, he was a disruptor in the middle. He made a difference, and, and he made that defense so good. And, and when the Bears and Ryan Pace made the move to go out and get Khalil Mack, it was Hicks and his ability to attract attention from the offensive line, which also helped with Khalil Mack being able to be such a disruptive force initially when he was here with the Chicago Bears. And that's what I'm going to remember from Akeem Hicks. Now, I understand that the current climate of, of this team and, and this rebuild that Ryan Poles is taking on, there is no use for someone like Akeem Hicks now. One, one year, $10 million, it's a nice deal for, for Akeem Hicks. Unnecessary here with the team now. Mack is gone. He was traded. Hicks was let uh, allowed to walk walk out the door. Will Robert Quinn at some point be traded as well? That that's a possibility. And I continue to look at that 2018 team and say, "Man, what if? What if?" Right? You know, it doesn't seem like it was all too far away. You know, four seasons. But, but that team was so good in that one year in 2018. They had an opportunity, and, and I think if they beat the Eagles, now, now the if you beat a team in the playoffs game, assuming you could then advance to the next round, and the round after that to get to the Super Bowl, I think is crazy. I think that's one of the dumbest things we do in sports. You say, ah, if you wouldn't have tripped up early, you could have won the Super Bowl. Yeah, but you tripped, you tripped up early. You went to run that marathon. You tripped in the first half mile. You broke your leg. Trubisky's arm fell off. You know, like uh, that, that was the problem is that offense could not carry the same um, success level that the defense did. The defense got them there, but in that game against the Eagles, wild card game in 2018, it was the offense in the first three quarters that did absolutely nothing. They scored six points. That's why they didn't advance. The defense was good enough to win a Super Bowl. The offense was subpar. And so when I, I, I think back to that team, and I think back to Akeem Hicks, in many ways, I felt like Akeem Hicks was like the lifeblood. He was the person that got that defense going. When he was out there and he was able to disrupt and he was able to talk blank uh, with the other team, he, he felt like he was a Chicago Bear. And, and that's something that was fun to root about 
with Akeem Hicks. You know, you go back to that season, 2018, and like to me, the moments don't really jump out at me when I think back to Hicks's career outside of that one season because I feel as if that's the season that we're going to remember, obviously, with guys like Khalil Mack in a Bears uniform, Hicks in a, in a Bears uniform. For a good chance, maybe in a year from now, we're having the same conversation about Eddie Jackson in a Bears uniform, saying that you know he was never what he was like that one year in 2018. So I, I think for many of these guys, it was the peak of where their career has gotten them to. And I think as Bears fans, we acknowledge that. That, that defense was so good. You go back to that season, the defense ranked third overall in the entire league in yardage. They were seventh in passing yards. They were first in interceptions. They were first in rushing yards against. I mean, that team was phenomenal. And it it just was the lack of offense that couldn't assist them to get to the next level. And that's what I'm always going to remember from that team. And it starts with Akeem Hicks in the middle. And, and so that's where, you know, as a Bears fan, you see Hicks signing with the Bucs. The Bucs are going to have an opportunity to win the Super Bowl. Tom Brady's back in the fold, and that Bucs defense is fantastic to begin with. You add in Akeem Hicks, they should continue to be as good as we saw last season. Hicks should be a good player in that defense. I think it's a great move. I am not, though, one of these people. You saw it. You saw it out there on social media yesterday. Hicks signs with the Bucks. Well, I can't wait till he gets a ring. Good for Hicks. I don't care. Right? Like, you, you saw the tweets and the social media posts, the well wishes saying, you hope Hicks gets a championship. I don't get that at all. I mean, listen, the Bears didn't draft him. He was only here for a pretty brief period of time in his playing career. Six seasons. He played four with the Saints. So so six seasons. He wasn't drafted. He made one Pro Bowl. He had a nice time. Nice career here with the Chicago Bears. I enjoyed watching him. But I don't care if he gets a championship some, somewhere down the road. You know who I want to see win a championship? Current Chicago Bear players. I don't know. For for me to, to say the I hope that guy wins a championship should be saved for like special players and individuals from this city. Like I understand the person who's rooting for Derrick Rose to win a championship one day. I get that. He's from this city. He was drafted by the Bulls. He had major injury situations uh, that, that prolonged. Uh, here in Chicago, and it was it was not it didn't end well. I get that. I don't get the well wishes and the thoughts that man. I can't wait to see Akeem Hicks win a championship somewhere else. Do you feel that way about Khalil Mack? Probably not. I don't know. I just, I, I saw that online yesterday, and I thought that was weird. I thought it was strange. I mean, I would I would say the same with like a player like Chris Bryant. I don't think Cub fans are looking forward to seeing Bryant win with someone else or or the Riz. Are you looking forward to Riz winning a championship with the Yankees? No. 
You want to see your team win. Maybe that just shows how pathetic Bears fans, uh, the life of a Bears fan has been. Say, you can't really root for your team because they've been so bad for so long. So then you have to hope that a guy like Hicks joining the Bucks, you could say, yeah, I'll celebrate that. So Akeem Hicks signs with the Buccaneers. His career with the uh, his time with the Bears and his career is over. Um, and and so we'll we'll remember some good years. And 2018 was a hell of a year, wasn't it? That season, that defense was so good. They go 12 and four. Matt Nagy, the hot shot in the league. Look at his offense. They're ninth in the league offensively. How about that? Things are going in the right direction. On defense, they're number one. You get into the playoffs, you lose to the Eagles, 16-15. to 15, End of the game, double doink. It was terrible. You remember it. But do you remember this? So I, the moment Hicks was uh, sent off, I had to look in our audio system here at ESPN 1000 to see if this was still in the system. Uh, this is Akeem Hicks. So in 2019, the year following that 18 playoff run, Akeem Hicks had a paid weekly radio interview with Waddle and Sylvie here on the station. He was paid to join them weekly. Do you recall, and I had to Google this because I I didn't quite, I was fuzzy on the time on this. So the story is this. Akeem Hicks called in and Waddle and Sylvie tried to like joke and have a conversation about booing. Like, like what I'm reading and what I'm gauging is that fans at some point probably were booing the Bears. I could be a little wrong on, on this, but this is how I remember it. And it seemed as if they were trying to have a, a friendly conversation about that situation. And I have the audio here, so, so we'll take a listen to it. So Akeem Hicks on Waddle and Sylvie, a paid radio interview. Hicks with Waddle and Sylvie. Here it is. Again, the topic of booing came up. Tariq Cohn mentioned it this time. We've asked you throughout the season about booing. As it's gone on, has it annoyed you more, or do you say, look, it's justified? Um, so it's not really a matter of annoyance. I guess it's just how you choose to uh, support your team. Um, I'm a Laker fan, right? I'm sorry. I, I know I'm going to get some ridicule for that. Yeah. I'm a Laker fan. If I go to a Laker game, I'm not going to boo my Lakers. It's not just not going to happen. What if they're like they scored 10 points in the first half? I'm still not booing. I'm jumping off. <laughs> I like that. I like what you did there. I'm jumping up. I'm, I'm clapping. I'm excited. I'm cheering for that first point. But what if, what if they're sitting AD and LeBron because of low management? What if? How many what ifs? I got have? a bunch of them. <laughs> what if okay. the Lakers haven't won a title in 34 years? Oh boy! Or we were taking jabs? No, <laughs> I'm just stating the stating maybe some of the facts surrounding a certain story. Would you guys be Bears fans? You know, every once in a while when I get on the phone with you guys, I wonder. I am curious if you truly are Bears fans, or are you just right in the middle and and, and trying to decide no. which side you're going to go to, depending on whether or not we win that week. I'm looking Come at on. I'm looking at Waddle's <laughs> I'm looking at Waddle's shirt right now, proudly wearing, and he's wearing shirt. a Bears 100 pullover with the GSH initials on the yeah, left Alice. shoulder. Yeah, and I'm a lifelong Chicagoan who wouldn't love nothing more, Akeem, than talk about sunshine and blue skies in 12 and four years every year. 
But I also have to say that just tagging that you're a Chicagoan doesn't mean that you're a Bears fan. Because I've met a couple of Chicagoans that say that they're Packers fans. All I'm saying is this. If the wind blows, you know, a certain way, don't hop off the bandwagon. Ride with us. We're, we're down right now. We know that. And we're fighting to get back up. So roll with us. We didn't do this on purpose. We didn't try to get ourselves in the situation. But we're doing everything that we can to climb out of this hole. So be supportive. You mean you didn't put your arm in between those two Raiders and it popped out a joint on purpose? I can't find... I, no, I'm joking. Um, uh, no, that's not a fuck... Hey, who are you? That's a joke? No, that's why I said I'm not joking. joke? Well, I didn't mean you it that joke way. about somebody's injury. No, no I no, know. No, 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 no. I'm perfectly respectful. I'm perfectly respectful. But I tell you what. You will not joke I'm about sorry. an injury. I'm sorry. I did. I, hey, I, you I was, have a blessed day. This is the last time I'm on this radio station. Uh, Akeem, are you serious? There goes Akeem Heck. Okay, so <laughs> that is so much stranger than I remember it. Um, <laughs> and, and Waddle and Sylvie were just trying to, like, uh, joke with him about booing to, to start. And, like, he didn't get any of that. He didn't get it all, at all. And, like, I, does he understand that Waddle played for the Bears? It, it, it felt like when he was going on in Iowa, well, I've met Chicagoans that are Packer fans. Like, first of all, what we do... Having a fandom helps, but it has no impact on Waddle, Sylvie, me, anyone doing the job at hand, like asking questions in in an interview, uh, doing a radio. Like, yeah, fandom helps because we can connect to a team and, and the passion is there. But like that stuff was all weird. Waddle, Waddle made a, a poor, poorly timed joke. He admitted it. Uh, he apologized for it. But also, like... The Akeem Hicks thing, that is so weird. And it's so much weirder than I recall. Uh, so I don't know if you, you enjoyed hearing that. Uh, but when, when I think about Akeem Hicks and his time here in Chicago, I always think back to uh, when he was on the Waddle and Sylvie show and he hung up on them. Uh, and yikes, that, that, was, uh, that was stranger than I, I remembered it. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, because obviously he's not trying to hurt himself out there. Like we, yeah, uh, but he he was he was not happy. Uh, there, there, it was like that moment went viral. There are articles online. If you just search Akeem Hicks, Waddle and Sylvie. There, there's blog posts. There's then um, screenshots of like Akeem going after Waddle and Sylvie on Twitter. They baited me right into it. Good work. They, they didn't bait you. They it, it was a joke. Uh, and then you know Sylvie and Akeem Hicks going back and forth and. And the whole thing. I do believe uh, uh, Hicks was right, though. Uh, I do believe that was the last time he was on on the station. So now he's a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. So there you go, Akeem Hicks. I, I thought that, that was the first thing I thought of, so I thought I would bring it to the Bear Down podcast. Shout out to Waddle and Sylvie. Uh, and that was uh, definitely more awkward than I, I recall. Bill Barnwell had his best off-season uh, list and his worst off-season list on ESPN.com posted today. A couple of notes. Uh, he puts the Denver Broncos as having the best off-season in the NFL. I don't disagree with that. You land Russell Wilson, you immediately turn your team into a championship contender. Last year, their defense was pretty good. Now you have a quarterback. You have some good pieces offensively, wide receivers, tight end. You have pieces in place. Barnwell is right. The number one team, Denver, I would say they had the best offseason uh, to date. 
when you look around the National Football League. Number two, the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, the Eagles trade for A.J. Brown. They made a lot of different moves. Their quarterback situation is still a bit murky. Jalen Hurts is their quarterback heading into this season. I, I like Hurts. We've been uh, very vocal on Black and Abdallah and also on this podcast saying that I think Hurts will figure it out. Uh, and the Eagles are giving him every opportunity now, and this will be the make-or-break season for Jalen Hurts. Barnwell has the Eagles at number two. Uh, I can't actually grade the Cleveland Browns right now. Barnwell had the Browns middle of the pack. You know, if Deshaun Watson's going to play 10 games, 12 games, heck, if it's even somewhere close to the 17, then you have to move Cleveland into the category of the the top teams who had the best offseason. But if Deshaun Watson is suspended for a full year or more or or close to that, then it is it is something that you have to question why they gave all that money, why they made that move for the player who it's his playing availability is very uncertain at the time. Uh, I believe today now the number is up to 24 civil cases that Deshaun Watson is facing. Uh, therefore, so we'll, we'll find out how that kind of plays out, but I can't grade the Browns. If we knew, I think you could gra- uh, grade the Browns middle of the pack from Barnwell. He also has both New York teams in the top 10 giants and jets. He says he likes the direction of both teams. And then we get to the bears. Barnwell has the bears thing at 23 he said the new brain trust of Eberflus and Ryan Poles took over a flawed team and committed to starting over. They made moves to clear cap and flexibility for the future by trading Mac, Eddie Goldman, Nick Foles, Danny Trevathan. Wouldn't uh, Barnwell also says he wouldn't be surprised if there's a deal for Robert Quinn before the trade deadline, as teams may need pass rushing help. The short term is not exactly going to be exciting for Bears fans, but the Bears should have a meaningful retooling for next season. And they could have up to close to $100 million in cap space next year. Talked about the things that went wrong in this offseason. It was the fact that Ryan Pohl's hands were tied with the cap situation and trying to help Justin Fields place, uh, place players around Justin Fields based on the money that was spent previously uh, and also the money that he needed to spend trying to protect the quarterback. He also points out, that uh, with the Bears making small moves to sign players like Byron Pringle, there is something to kind of note that Pringle is a player that the Bears signed where there were other players on the board that could have helped out the the Bears at wide receiver. Uh, Pringle's one-year, $4.3 million deal doesn't look or feel great when Jarvis Landry and Juju Smith-Schuster sign contracts for less money. He also puts in parentheses, to be fair, they may not have signed those same deals with the Bears. So it, it, it's kind of a, a toss-up here. Uh, Barnwell also points to what's next. Uh, Roquan Smith has emerged as one of the league's best middle linebackers in 2020. Uh, he will be next up for a contract as uh, deals for top uh, linebackers like Bobby Wagner and C.J. Mosley have also hit deals in the future. So a uh, four-year extension should be coming around the corner around $72 million. So something to keep your eyes on. Bill Barnwell, the column is right there on ESPN.com. He has the Bears 23rd in the National Football League for the best and worst NFL offseasons.
I'm Chris Black here on the Bear Down podcast. Check us out Tuesdays and Thursdays right here on ESPN, uh, on the ESPN Chicago app. Tomorrow, a special guest, a morning host at ESPN 1000. You'll have to wait to find out who that is next on the next Bear Down podcast. Uh, But thank you for listening right here on ESPN uh, 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app.